This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Now on the line with us, our resident medical genius, Dr. Peter Mikolos. Dr. Mikolos, before we get to your subject, I was bringing up to the judge and John before about the vitamin. I know we're going to talk more about this later, but Elysium. Can you tell us about that, that it's a vitamin to help prevent dementia? Well, it's uh, the company is Elysium. The vitamin is matter, and it's basically a combination of uh, various uh, ingredients that have been shown to uh, in a study done by Oxford University when they looked at brain scans that some of the people uh, who had uh, cognitive decline were improved and it basically is a cocktail of vitamin B6 and folate and B12 and omega-3 uh, lysine complex and some bilberry extract and, uh, and Oxford for it to publish this data, it was uh, pretty real and pretty impressive that they showed some improvement because what happens with uh, cognitive decline in Alzheimer's, there's a buildup of these waste products called amyloid buildup, and uh, those things start affecting the communication system of your brain. It's like somebody taking a scissor and cutting all the little wires in your computer, and it disrupts the uh, electrical activity in the brain and the communication. And this weekend, Sunday show, we're going to talk about some exciting new drugs that are coming out that help with stopping and blocking these misfolded amyloid proteins that are affecting people with Alzheimer's. Are there any uh, side uh, effects to this uh, vitamin, and do you need uh, a prescription? No, you get it over the over the counter, and you, people buy it mail order. It's just, you know, a lot of this stuff is knowing about it and keeping up to date with the literature. But you have to Any side effects, Peter? Not any known side effects. Would you take it? you're allergic to some... Uh, I actually take one three times a week just to cover my bases because the literature was pretty uh, impressive on what it uh, does. But obviously check with your doctor, and it's called Matter by Lithium, and check with your doctor. And uh, again, a lot of the things are in vitamins that we already have, but they've been able to combine it. And just like, for example, the I vitamin called ARIDS2 formula, they did a study and they showed that zinc, lutein, they found that people with macular degeneration and their retinas had lower zinc and copper, so they came out with a cocktail vitamin called the ARIDS2 formula. One of them is called Occuvite. And they showed that not only did it slow down macular degeneration, but some people actually got better. And that's why when you go see your uh, retina specialist or your eye doctor, especially if you have lighter skin and lighter eyes, you're higher risk for things like macular degeneration. So people used to laugh at vitamins, but now we know that they do play a role and uh, it is recommended by uh, specialists. So these vitamins do exist that may help reduce cognitive decline. And again, it's pretty impressive when you see a scan that looks better after taking these vitamin cocktails or you see a retina that improves with dry macular degeneration when taking these uh, ARIDS2 formula complexes. So there are things, but again, you have to know about it. The problem is if you can't get patents and intellectual property rights on vitamins, like for example, lysine works great when you have a cold sore and aphthosulfan route, but nobody can get a patent on it. So nobody's going to go push it or market it or advertise it because you can't really make money on it when you don't have a patent on it. So that's why you have to listen to WABC to find out about what's happening in the latest research and the peer-reviewed literature and then discuss it with your own personal physician 
and see if it's right for you. And now about this superbug. It's called Mycoplasma genitalium. Right. Mycoplasma genitalium, as we talked about on WABC two weeks ago, the number of uh, cases of sexually transmitted diseases is the <laughs> highest it's been since 1991. And even uh, AIDS is back big time. HIV is up 16% from last year. Part of the problem is that people during COVID were not going for any kind of testing and screening for HIV, chlamydia, syphilis, and also this uh, lack of bail reform. People used to get arrested, come into the prison system, uh, and uh, got evaluated in medical treatment. Now they're just getting thrown back out in the street very uncompassionately. So uh, that's also helping spread a lot of uh, diseases that nobody likes to talk about. And it's a public health uh, matter, not just a safety issue. Uh, and this uh, bacteria, it's newly discovered, uh, you know, the last couple of years, but we're finding out that it's basically turning into a superbug, according to the British Association of Sexual Health. And it's resistant to a lot of antibiotics, making it difficult to treat. And people present with uh, bleeding, swelling, causes infertility, miscarriages, pelvic inflammatory disease. Sometimes it presents with no symptoms. That's the problem. And it can stay in people for a long time. And one person might have multiple partners and spread it to different people. You can end up with watery discharge, burning on urination, and pain during uh, sexual activity. And uh, the scarring can lead to infertility. And it also can be transmitted to the fetus, which is pretty nasty. There are some antibiotics that exist right now that they are treating it with, ofloxacillin and but again, some of the cases are resistant, which is a concern. And uh, there is a test called the Aptima test, but it's not readily available yet. And that's something that the government and health agencies need to uh, get out there, this new uh, Aptima Doctor, test. Doctor, yes. is this a new bacteria or, we just, or has it been around and we just discovered it? now been discovered about five years. It's just that it's been, uh, it's a resurgence right now. It's it's peaking and it's a resistant form. So it's there, but it's a newer resistant form, just like we have certain infections right now, but there are newer resistant forms, just like in the old days, you used to give drops for conjunctivitis to go away, but we're seeing a lot of new resistant superbugs because they're learning how to fight against antibiotics and we're not spending the money on the new generation of antibiotics. We're spending money on, you know, sleeping pills and all these other different types of pills that are uh, out there. But because not a lot of people use antibiotics every day, we're not pouring the money into it. And that's why I worry about these talks about putting price controls on medicines that will stop the uh, capital going into new research and development. And that's what we need, new generation of antibiotics and other treatments. And we talked about the other day on WABC that bacteriophages are a type of virus that kill bacteria. And now they're learning how to harness maybe a new generation of friendly viruses that will go and kill bad bacteria. And there's a lot of research being done on that and some of the great institutions in New York, like Columbia University and other places. So that's what we need. Quick question. Quick question. Probiotics. Should we take them? Uh, probiotics are can be very important, but you can do testing. You know, you can do things like the uh, ombre test or the thorn test, and you can actually test your stool and see if you have a problem or an imbalance in the microbiome in your intestine, and then they can actually tell you now 
uh, through your internist, your doctor, your integrative medicine doctor, if you have a deficiency in certain types of bacteria inside your gut health, which they've shown, for example, our ruteri was found more commonly in people. It was lower in people with anxiety and depression, and they found that even the microbiome and the bacteria in your gut can improve your mental health. So yes, you should first get testing, talk to your doctor, find out what's in your gut microbiome, and then take the appropriate uh, probiotic, not just anything randomly. So bottom line, you know, if you're not feeling good about something, it's got to be a chemical imbalance in your body or something. It could be. When in doubt, check it out. That's you know, that's, uh, mm-hmm. Get checked out. You know, you, you, you make sense there. And, uh, and try to reverse the problem naturally, maybe with vitamins or diet or something like that, versus right. then just popping some random pill, you know, to yeah. mask the symptoms. And I'm going to end this with a joke, as I did last time. What do you call VD of the nose? Sniffleless, because we need a laugh after hearing all this. We need a laugh. Sniffleless. We need a good laugh and a stiff cup of coffee, as John always tells us. Dr. Peter, what do we all stand for? Truth, Truth, justice, justice, and and the American American way. way. Thank God bless the Cats Roundtable. Thank you. God bless America, and we need God's blessing definitely. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.